0: All right, happy Memorial Day weekend, everyone. Theron here, uh, doing a solo podcast. Um, Yeah, I was thinking about this yesterday. You know, I was shooting all weekend. My God, it was a black hole of shooting videos, but that's what I do, and it's another podcast. But yesterday, I was like, you know what, tomorrow I'm gonna talk about uh, selling cars because, you know, I connected with a friend who I met there uh, some time ago, and I was like, I gotta talk about this, because I feel like that was at a really interesting part of my life, and I'm sure we've all been there, but, uh, you know, I think i mentioned this somewhere, that I was selling used cars at CarMax, this was about, I don't know, two years ago, two and a half years ago, maybe three years ago, I have kind of blacked it out, but, um, I'm gonna take you through everything, and maybe, maybe there's something you can take away from this, because, God knows I did. So let's let's go back for a second. I was uh, I was working as a manager, as a digital manager at this management company, and my job was to work with these celebrities, uh, Tyrese Gibson, Eva Marcel, and uh, you know I was losing money for this agency. Uh, I was. That's a whole other thing. I don't even have the details, but I was losing money. I was going to leave anyways, and then they they end up letting me go. And then I started my own agency. It was like it's digital, it's called acclimate. And I had these influencers and I wasn't doing shit for them because I just got I mean, it wasn't a good experience. Let's be real. It was not a good experience. I was working with I was working with these really young influencers and I'd bring them deals and they'd say no. <laughs> and I just ended up letting go of all my clients. I got so pissed off. But I didn't really think it through. I mean, sure if you've listened to me before talk, you can kind of see my personality. But I didn't think it through all the way. And uh, I let go of my clients. And then I started burning through my savings really fast, faster than I thought I would. And I was like, okay, I got to do something here. I got to land on my feet somehow. And I started applying to any job I could, anything. You know, whether it was like a waitering job a Cheesecake Factory or I didn't care. At this point, I mean I think you reach a point in Hollywood where you just stop caring when anybody thinks about you. And it's a it's a liberating exp- exp- feeling when you stop really caring. And that's where I was. And I got an I got an interview at CarMax and they called me up. They're like, "Hey, do you want to come come for an interview?" And I was like, "What? You want me to come in for an interview at selling cars? I don't know how to sell cars." And they were like, "Well, you have sales experience, you can come, you know, at least come for the interview." And my mom always told me to go for the interviews. You know, she was like, you can always just learn during an interview. And I was like, well, maybe this will prepare me for something else. So I drove to CarMax. It was like 35 minutes. I live in West Hollywood and it was in Burbank. So, you know, not the best commute, but I was like, I'm just going to go and check it out. It was a full day interview, I think, or maybe like a maybe a half day. But I know it took up a lot of time. Four or five different interviews. There's like a group interview. And they put you through like a role-playing scenario where you have to sell a car. And and I did okay with that because I have sales experience. In fact, the guy I did the role-playing game with, Bob Schreiner, became a really good friend of mine. Uh, great dude. And then uh they sit you down with a one-on-one interview with someone there who like really grills your experience and how you can really compliment CarMax. And then finally, you sit down with a manager at Carmax, and they assess you, and they they ended up offering me a job. They're in the spot. I think they do that with everybody. They were like, "Hey, do you want a job here?" And it's like a pressure thing where they like, where they expect you to say yes and commit. And anytime someone offers me a job that quick, I'm always kind of suspect. So I was like, "I'm gonna think about this." And they were like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna talk to my dad about this." And. I thought about it. And I was like, "Well, I got nothing going on. What's the worst that can happen?" And I started my journey at CarMax. I was like, "Okay, I'm going to start selling cars, even though I know nothing about this." So I go in there. It's uh, I try to put all my ego aside. I'm like, "This is this is a good, honest American, hardworking, you know, blue collar job." Let's be real about this. This is a this is a this is a job which. I'm gonna do and I can adapt to any situation that's I'm really proud of that that I'm willing to do whatever it takes and they started this CarMax training which was pretty comprehensive it was like a month of training they basically have you watch videos every day they've got this CarMax system where you've got to kind of watch videos on your own they gave you this binder with like uh information in it that kind of like talks you through the videos and every every week you cover like a different aspect of car sales whether it's Appraisals, uh, doing the test drive, um, selling the insurance packages, whatever. It's this, this, this kind of a big ordeal at CarMax to get through the training, and you kind of have to do it on your own. But they also assign you a mentor, and my mentor was was this Armenian guy. He was like probably one of the top sales guys at CarMax, like selling like thirty cars a month. This guy did not give a shit about me. I'll be real. I mean, I think he just said he'd mentor me because he wanted to become a manager on his own, but he did not care about me and uh, I kind of had to figure it out and it kind of there was another guy there who I talked to who was my mentor and he kind of helped me out. So I just I just got through the program kind of Oh, and also I forgot this. So every week they you have to sit down with a manager and they test you and they kind of role play with you and you got to pass. And I'll tell you, man, like one of the the first thing I noticed at that job was the people there. Like, man, I came from a world, uh, or comedians first of all are just out of their minds. But the agent kids that I was were that I was working with. I mean, they were like these Ivy League school kids, really privileged people. Let's be real. And then I went to CarMax and saw these kids who were, I mean, men, women. Were gangsters. They were so talented, at what they did. And I realized, you know, some people just have better opportunities. I was like, if these people just had the same opportunities that some of my agent friends had, I mean, they could they could easily make a killing in entertainment. But that's just how the world is. It's like, and what what really bothered me was, I felt like some of them were really short sighted. Like they they saw the the quick money selling cars, and then they would lock themselves into these ridiculous uh payments like they'd be like dri- you know guys there would be like driving in with like these mercedes or you know bmw 7 series paying like you know 800 bucks a month leasing these cars locking themselves into paying off these cars without really th- seeing you know the the macro uh version of what they could become what they could become i mean look this is just my my opinion you can disagree with me or not i don't really care but i just felt like there was a, a short-sightedness uh amongst the car dealers because they just wanted to make their, their sales every month and make some money and then spend that money without thinking long-term. That's what I noticed. But they were still great. They were really talented, and I have a lot of respect for uh, everyone who worked there. because uh, I, I mean, I, I wasn't the best car salesperson there by far, and I was really impressed with what I saw. So I, I got through the program, I, uh, and then I began my car selling journey. Right, and I was selling, I think, like fifteen, sixteen cars a month, which is pretty good, considering I just started there. But man, I started to break down. I was like, "What am I doing here?" <laughs> right? Because selling cars, I mean, your schedule changes every single week. You have to deal with this, this influx of customers. Right? Armenians, college kids, old people, you know, Chinese people, whatever. It was like this melting pot of of people that you'd have to interface with every single day and you have to like stay on top of them you know I think CarMax had us use our own phones so I was constantly texting people people were texting me back I did well because I'm really authentic and I think people trusted me in fact after I quit CarMax people were still texting me to sell to sell them cars but it took a lot out of me in fact every week I had a different schedule so I couldn't perform at night or I had trouble you know coordinating my own shoots and I was really losing sight of who I was as a person. And I felt like, you know, there was a turning point I had there where I was, you know, there's this thing called e-office where you have to sit at the computers and, you know, kind of take calls uh, from the CarMax phone log, whatever the hell, and just kind of deal with customers. And you sit with a group of other car, car sales associates and, you know, deal with customers. And I'd heard, I I'd, I'd heard this guy talking about how he moved to Los Angeles to become an actor, right? Like two or three years ago. And he's like, "Man, it's my dream to become an actor. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna become an actor one day." And I was thinking, I didn't say anything, but I was thinking, here I am, a guy who actually was an actor who went through that whole thing, and here's this guy talking about his dream of pursuing it. And what was sad was he never even. He never did it. He was still working at CarMax the past two or three years because he was making money every month. And it made me sad. And I was like, oh my God, you know what? I was so appreciative of, because I'm always like bitching about (laughs) when I am auditioning, I'm like, man, you know, fuck this audition. Uh, You know, I really hate this shit. Uh, I hate being controlled by people, you know, having my fate determined by somebody else. And then here here I was listening to this guy just wishing he had the, opportunity to to be in front of a casting director to be on set and it really made me feel grateful for for my life um and it also made me aware of that people can get stuck in jobs and look I'm not saying quit your job but just be aware of where you are because man I've seen that again and again of people getting this stuck in these jobs and then putting themselves in holes because they have to you know uh payoff. We've all been there and I get it. So, um oh, what was weird about Car I'm just gonna say everything. I I was I was working at CarMAX, but I was trying to get out of there too. I remember I had this interview at CAA, which I was to be an agent, right? And I go and meet with CAA and they were like, So what are you up to? And I was like, Yeah, I'm consulting clients. Meanwhile, like two hours ago I'm trying to sell like a, a Cadillac to you know a, co- a college kid. You know, I was And I had to like just totally. I totally lied it because I was kind of ashamed of it. I was just. I felt. I felt like selling used cars had this. Had this kind of stink on it for some reason. Like nobody took me seriously if I said that. I I left it off my resume because I felt like if I said that, and maybe I'm wrong, but I felt like people would judge me and be like, "Well, he's obviously has no other uh, opportunities if he's selling cars in Burbank." So I I wouldn't tell. Any of my showbiz friends, aside from my comedians, comedians are okay, but I didn't tell anybody in the business that I was selling cars because I didn't want them to judge me. You know, I, don't, I, I, I didn't want them to think that that I was down and out, which is a whole ego thing on my part. Again, not dissing uh, used car dealers, but it's where I was. In fact, when I was selling cars, sometimes I would just go to, uh, you have this master key to like go into any car you want. And I do these, these weird psychological things. I would go in like an SUV and I'd like pretend <laughs> after I was done crying, I, I would pretend that like there was a chauffeur driving me. I was like, OK, I can mentally visualize myself being successful. So I tried to do different things to get me through the day, uh, but it was exhausting. And I still have friends who work at CarMax and uh, they're great. But I, after like, I think after like four months, I was like, all right, I got to piece the hell out of here. Oh, most important of all, I met this guy there who was a writer and we wrote a whole pilot, a TV pilot about selling cars. It's called No Money Down. It's on YouTube or somewhere. I'm sure you can find it. And we basically took all our experiences. He wrote it. I produced it. We both acted in it and we made a whole pilot about selling cars. My God, that experience, that alone was a great learning experience but that was exhausting i learned for me because my friend wrote it and i produced it i was like i don't really like doing things if i don't have a hand in writing the story that's just where i am but it was still a great experience and i felt i really feel like that's why i was meant to go work at carmax to to meet that guy and make that pilot because that was a big part of my life uh a year year and a half ago and took everything out of me to be honest so after like four months, I I peaced out. <laughs> That's pretty much what I always do. I'm like, oh, okay, I think I'm done here. And they were really nice to me. They told me I could come back at any time uh, to left an open door policy. In fact, I still have my CarMax shirts and my hat and my jacket. Not that I want to go back, but I just keep them as souvenirs. Uh, I learned a lot from CarMax. In fact, I think I learned more in that training than I have in any of my jobs and they really provide you a foundation of of selling which I think is really applicable anywhere you go in life so sometimes I'm like well man I'm just totally lost as a person <laughs> and I just feel like I'm spinning and but look I've been I've been in these situations before and the great thing is man when you get your ass kicked like the next time you get your ass kicked it doesn't hurt as bad You kind of know how your brain works. And, you know, every time I'm down, I kind of just, I'm able to just kind of take those blows way better than I did previously. And I'm able to rebound uh, a lot stronger. So, I don't know, take the story for what it is. Um, If you want to work at (laughs) CarMax, go look them up and send them a resume. If you have any experience selling, uh, I'm sure they'll consider you. But uh, it was positive. Again, not dissing them. I think it was a positive thing. Hope everyone had a great weekend. And wishing you the best. Have a great day. Bye.